Thanks for listening to The Rest is Politics. Sign up to The Rest is Politics Plus to enjoy ad-free listening, receive a weekly newsletter, join our members' chat room and gain early access to live show tickets. Just go to therestispolitics.com. That's therestispolitics.com. So, everyone, it seems, leaves a legacy. Uh, Certainly many of the people we interview here on Leading will shape the world, I guess, for many future generations. Very proud of some of the people we've been interviewing recently, world leaders and others. So, here's a question. How have the biggest characters in history changed the way we live today? That is the subject of a new podcast called Legacy, which is a partnership between a goal hanger, who make our shows, and Wondery, another leading podcast producer. And it's hosted by broadcaster and journalist Afua Hirsch and my friend, the historian and author, Peter Frankopan. And they'll be examining the legacies of a range of characters, including Mikhail Gorbachev, Cecil Rhodes, Pablo Picasso and Nina Simone. Their first series is all about Napoleon. And here's a clip from episode one. Napoleon, famous guy, big name, huge in France, all over the world. What do you think when you hear about the name Napoleon? I used to be a lawyer, and and when I think of Napoleon, I think of the Napoleonic Code. When countries became independent from Europe, they often adopted the Napoleonic Codes. Right, I thought when you said you'd been a lawyer, you thought maybe you'd sue him. But it's, it's, <laughs> it's about the legacy of Napoleon as a lawmaker and administrator. No Battle of Waterloo? Nope. For me, he was this slightly vague figure with his arm tucked into his jacket and weird jokes about his height and the size of various other body parts that I never really understood their origin. Gosh, in the English education system, well, you have Battle of Hastings and then the Battle of Waterloo. You could do that for months. Well, he's clearly a character that is still very much in our popular culture. And now, Peter, we have a new Ridley Scott movie starring Joachim Phoenix. And it said more books written about him than anyone else. Yeah, I heard 300,000 books. Wow. More than about Jesus Christ or Muhammad. But look, either he's an enlightened despot or he's a great modernizer. He's a codifier of laws. He's a military hero. He's an enslaver. A lot of baggage. And maybe you could argue paved the way for all sorts of things that are slightly unexpected that we're going to talk about too. But let's, let's try to figure this out. And for this, we're going to take you back in time to a crucial moment in Napoleon's life. The year is 1815. It's the 7th of March, just after six in the morning. We're in the Alps, in the southeast of France. In the morning sun, snow-capped peaks loom over a column of men and horses as it moves along a narrow mountain pass. Hooves and boots stamp a steady rhythm, punctuated with the clatter of kit and arms on carts and backs. Napoleon's collar is turned up against the alpine chill. He breathes in the pine-scented air. There's nowhere he'd rather be. He's with his men. They're marching towards their destiny. They are few in number. Napoleon has commanded much greater forces, but they are his. He senses a change in pitch in the voices ahead and the steady stamping of the men's feet slowing, then stopping as word travels back through the ranks. Royalists. Some spit the word out with distaste, but there's fear too. Napoleon can always sense it. He breathes out slowly, straightens his back and pushes through his men to the front of the column. No one says a word. He can hear a stream, snow-heavy branches creaking and his own boots crunching on the path. Otherwise, silence. 
The Royalist soldiers have formed a defensive position, some kneeling, some standing, their muskets are raised, and they are pointing at him. He thinks he sees some of them smile or snarl. He throws back his head, stretches out his arms and roars, if you want to kill your emperor, here I am, and waits for the shots. So if you want to hear more from Afua and Peter, search Legacy Now wherever you get your podcasts, or you can binge entire seasons of Legacy ad-free on Amazon Music. I'm Anthony Scaramucci, former White House Director of Communications and Wall Street financier. And I'm Katty Kay, US Special Correspondent for BBC Studios. I've been covering American politics for almost three decades. Welcome to The Rest is Politics US, brought to you by Goalhanger. Go on, tell us, were those donations you made, like Obama in 2008, was that idealism? Were you hoping to get something out of these campaigns that would serve your own business interests, for example? So I think this will either make this podcast incredibly successful, Caddy, or people <laughs> will be horrified and they'll shut it off right now because I'm going to be very real with you. The Obama donation, I had gone to law school with President Obama. We were not classmates. I was a few years ahead of him. It was 2007. He was then Senator Obama. I had a check in my breast pocket. I went over to the senator. I said, Senator, I said, you and I didn't really know each other in law school, but I'm about to hand you a big check. Can I lie to my friends and tell them that you and I knew each other in law school? <laughs> well, Obama looks at me, had the best smile in American politics since Jack Kennedy. Forever. Yeah. He lights up. He looks at me and says, I'll tell you what, if you double the amount of the check, we'll take it back to Hawaii. Okay. And I looked at him. I said, you're done. I had another check in my pocket. I ripped it up. I doubled the amount of the check. And I'm going to tell you right now, I've been to more White House Christmas parties during the Obama administration than the Trump administration. In this pivotal year for the United States, democracy and world affairs, Britain's biggest podcast, The Rest is Politics, is launching stateside. Uncovering secrets from inside the Biden and Trump inner circles and how they shape the world's most important economy, but also the global economy too. New episodes are released every Friday morning. Just search The Rest is Politics US wherever you get your podcasts.